Uh, we're in Colorado. Okay, so let's rewind here. So, so we're back. Sorry, you, you were trying to tell me some stuff off camera, and we just wanted to see how far you you felt comfortable with. So, because um, Colorado has a traumatic event too, so it's. I knew about one. I didn't. Now I'm finding out about a second one. So, so that's okay. So you know, we'll dive in as as much as you want to go. So you're in, you're in Aurora, Colorado. Before we go anywhere else, um, so tell me a little bit of where you want to go with that. So, so um, I met a guy and uh, we dated, and it, it was actually um, kind of weird because uh, there was, well, I call it a cold now. And it wasn't, but uh, it was a place where kind of like a counseling thing. Okay. You know, so if you had, you would go through these classes, you know, and then they'd, you know, break you down and then build you back up and all this, right? And uh, so I had met uh, this girl and she was telling me all about it, you know, and I thought, well, that'd probably be good for me, right? Sure. And, um, and so I thought, well, well I'm going to try it. So you, you go to these classes, and it's like six, eight weeks. And um, you go in the evenings and stuff, and then all day Saturday. And, and you know, like they have you write a letter to someone that wronged you, whatever your anger is, you know. So like, Yeah, uh, they're, they're doing a lot of inner reflection and, and self-counseling yeah, type yeah, stuff. I get it. Up the chair, you know. Things like that. Anyway, so I met a guy there, and uh, we dated. And um, uh, he was a plumber. Um, I thought a nice guy, and and he had gone through the class that we met there. Yeah, yeah. So he's going through, and you feel like he's probably dealt with whatever he's dealing with, and you've dealt with yours. You know, so we're good. Yeah, we're not. (laughs) And so... We'd been, he was, he hid his drinking from me. Mm. Um, so, um, the last part of law school, you know, you can't work because you have to, like, you know, go and volunteer for a judge and do all these kind of things, you know, and, and I'm working up to being able to, to do that, you know, with all these kids, you know. Right, yeah, four kids, and, yeah. Uh, and stuff, and... Him and I had been dating for a while, and then, then he, you know, suggested, you know, us moving in together. And, you know, it's a natural progression, I guess. And, boy, I was moving in, and I knew day one, this is a mistake. But I didn't know how to go backwards, I guess, you know. Yeah, sure. And um, That makes sense. I mean, you're also kind of feeling this pressure of law school, right? I mean, you, know, you don't really feel like you have as many options. You don't got a dad or mom that you can fall back on. We've already learned that. So, so um, he, like I made spaghetti and and he passed out in his spaghetti, you know, and, and from drinking. And I was like, God, I didn't even know you drank like this. I mean, I think sometimes we see what we want to see. You know, that's a fair assessment. Um, I didn't, I probably didn't want to see that, you know, I wanted something good like Mm. that. Anyway, so, um, I was going to leave about a month in and, uh, and he beat me. Mm. So I was scared to leave. This went on for a while. And, um. And then uh, 
he beat me really bad. Yeah. And he hit me with Texan Jr. in my arms. And so I got away. And uh, I called um, the police and everything. And uh, they were going to go get him because I, you know, he knocked my teeth out. And I mean, I was beat up bad. And uh, um, when they went to go get him, he barricaded himself in the house. And, you know, he had uh, guns and he took everything I owned and cut it in two with a, a hunting knife. And, like, he cut the heart out of, like, all my bras and my shirts, and he cut up every belt, I mean, anything that I owned. Did, is, he a, is he an alcohol? I mean, is he drunk at this point, or is he just, it just goes in his fitful rage? Um, Probably rage. Sometimes he wasn't drunk when he would do it. He was just... An angry person. Very. Okay. And, um... um so it took them hours to talk him down. Like he barricaded the doors and, and all that. So when they finally got in and took him to jail, you know, all my stuff was, you know, ruined. Right. The psychologist, the criminal psychologist said that um, he had to sit there for eight hours to do what he had done and stuff, you know, and... And so he was in jail, and um, I took my savings and and got a place to live, like where he wouldn't know. And uh, but back then they, you know, they really didn't protect you, you know. So I don't know if they really protect you today. Yeah, I think most of it's you know you. It's you, a little bit better <laughs> than get it. I went through. Yeah, but but I mean a restraining order is yeah a restraining order. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's about right. all they can yeah. do. And that, yeah. as you just said, there's not a whole lot that does. I mean, by the time that that's it can be implied, the damage is done. Right. So um, he you know they let him out and um. And then he cut my brake lines when I was at work. And, uh, you know, he's always always trying to kill me, you know, cut my brake lines or, you know, trying to do he's something. He's become psychotic. He, he's, and he's, he's, he's stalking me wow. and, uh, and everything. So, um, you know, I tell. So they arrest him again. And so um, they put him on an ankle bracelet. and. And he found me again, and he'd tell me, you know, I'll get this ankle bracelet off, and I'll come over and kill you and get back here before they even know it. You know, I I believe that's true, you know. Um, well, certainly he's beat you at the point. I mean, if he's knocked teeth out of your mouth, he, there's a reason you got to be scared. Yeah, the black eyes were so bad that, like, three weeks later, they were, like, running. The bruises were, like, coming down my face. I mean, it it was bad. Um, and, uh, so he told the ankle monitor place that he was moving and gave him my address. And, uh, so I came home from work and had the kids, you know, from daycare and all that and come in and he's in my house, plugged in to my phone line with a gun. And, uh, and he held us for four days. And I convinced him, you know, I would be with him and, you know, but the kids can't stay and not go to school and, and, um, 
and stuff like that. You know, he had to let me go to work. Everybody's going to start wondering where they are and they're going to come. And and it it took four days to convince him. Um, but uh, he believed me finally. And so when we got out of the house, I ran straight to the police. And uh, they went to my house and they arrested him. And uh, I went to his court date. And they weren't doing anything to him. And I didn't even realize it, but I stood up in the middle of the court and I said, you're not going to be satisfied until he kills me. And I ran out of the court. And I, they must have stopped the court because the the district attorney ran after me. And so I started telling her, you know, because she pushed me in a vacant courtroom. She's like, what are you talking about? And I said, he's cut my brake lines. He's beat me. He's held me at gunpoint, you know, all this. But because it happened in different counties, when he would go to court, they wouldn't run him on other ones, you know. And so nothing was happening to him. And his father was an FBI agent. So he was always helping get him out of trouble, you know. And so um, she had a guard come and guard me in the courtroom. And then she went back in there and uh, asked to approach, I guess. And and she told me that she told the judge. And so the judge um, held him on a million dollars bond and then they made him go to every county and they did the, you know, half a million dollars bond, all the different counties and stuff. And, uh, and then, um, because, you know, his dad had helped him find me and do all that, you know, um, and they were going to try and get his father for that, you know, and and he had literally tried to kill me. You know, they were talking to me about witness protection, you know, because they, they knew that if he got out, he would kill me. And uh, so I, you know, I didn't want to give up everything and go to Wichita with Toto, you know, and work in a 7-Eleven. So um, I did it on my terms, you know. My daughter wanted to go to UNLV, you know, when she got for college and stuff. And um, and her biological mother lived in Vegas, and uh, and he didn't know that or anything. And um, and so they changed my name, and uh, and then we left. So they have a new name uh, and a new location. We're Hey, thanks for uh, watching this short with us today. And if you like it, check out our full episodes on our uh, channel and website. Uh, we'll put those in the links below. And as always, Scott, like and subscribe. Or subscribe and then like. Whatever order you want, really. Whatever order you like. Yeah. Thanks.